Hi, I'm Jayant Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. We have a very business-like episode today because that's there's a lot of to- there's a lot of topics to cover and uh, very little time to cover them. Also, we're probably not going to be coming out with a recording tomorrow, so that means that we have to cover a lot of things uh, in this episode. So I've made a list of uh, topics um, and just going by that get by that order. So we're covering managing the power situation during the nine-minute challenge tomorrow. the uh, question of uh, masks which is a really interesting one which we'll get into in some detail the spike in cases in india i think this is another day in which we've recorded the highest uh, increase in cases um air india flights and antibody testing of which some new guidelines have just been released by the icmr that's quite a few topics and so um i'm joined by usual suspects on the show so asni haider national editor jacob koshi deputy science editor and um so asni not to not to make this like a quiz round or anything but i think we'll kind of i'll kind of keep the question short and we'll hear more of your answers so as i uh, i read out list uh, let's just start with the power situation management for tomorrow what is the confusion basically and how how can this be resolved Sure, uh, Jent. I think there were two separate uh, concerns that came from the power sector. One was about whether um, cutting off electricity across the country and so many people doing it at the same time would, in some way, lead to a grid failure or a power blackout, or um, or would it, when the lights come back on, which is as the prime minister said, you know, from nine p.m. to nine o nine p.m., people. I have been asked to turn off their lights and and um, put, uh, light candles or torch lights or dias. Um, that when those lights came back on at nine o nine together, the surge would actually lead to some kind of uh, blowouts with your appliances. Uh, the Ministry of Power came out with a statement on Saturday evening, basically saying these apprehensions are misplaced; that they have completely uh, put protocols in place, so one shouldn't worry. Obviously, the worry came from the fact that uh, not just the power grid corporation, but other power sector um, uh, uh, companies, as well as specifically state uh, companies like the ones in Tamil Nadu, in Maharashtra, as well as in Uttar Pradesh, had separately put out statements saying that they were having emergency meetings to discuss the implications of the prime minister's request. But now the Ministry of Power saying there should be no problem; the apprehensions are misplaced. um so you know people can join in the prime minister's uh, request um and fingers crossed everything goes well okay um and i think we're supposed to keep uh, the the fans on that's something i just heard anecdotally today uh, is that's right yeah. that only lights should be turned off um is what the power ministry is saying keep your appliances on keep your fans on street lights will be working hospitals public uh facilities police stations obviously other places like that will also be working as normal but that in residences people can turn off their lights um and and turn those candles on but keep everything else on okay we'll see how that goes that, uh, yeah gents, sure sure if i could just add to that gents so uh, the other plan is that you be they will the the our hydropower and gas sources of of electricity they are going to play a important role tomorrow because these are sources of power that can be switched on and switched off fairly quickly 
So the plan is that from about six o'clock, you know, uh, different states at different prescribed times will start reverting to their hydropower uh, or gas-based reserves. They've, and when uh, this is, uh, you know, during the during just before nine o'clock and after nine o'clock again, these these power outlets will start switching off first. So the point is to just manage the load and distribute it uh, accordingly. However, there are still concerns that you know, at least in some places, there could be power outages at least for let's say a half an hour or so if these things aren't smoothly managed because. The power corporation in one of its advisory has said this is an unprecedented uh, kind of, uh, you know, kind of situation because there's nearly 12,000 to 13,000 megawatts that has to be going off and then suddenly going on within a window of about 17 minutes. So there's nine minutes and there's a four window, four minutes before and four minutes after because not everybody will simultaneously switch off because the way the power stations record it, right? So it's a challenge for them so we really hope that this comes out properly yeah I'm, i hope there's no confusion because this is obviously well intentioned um, and of course we all hope that it doesn't lead to any unforeseen uh, unfortunate situations uh, jacob quickly let's just let's just move on to you um i was going to start with the antibody testing but uh, just over the past one hour before before we started recording there were a lot of things lot, a lot of stuff that i read about uh, masks uh, what's the latest uh, that we're hearing about the, the mask debate? So in a sense, the health ministry has finally come around to the view that uh, masks in general are kind of uh, uh, prescribed. However, very interestingly, they're not calling it masks. They're calling it homemade face covers. They reserve the term masks for the surgical ones or, you know, the triple layer cotton one triple lead ones that are made in hospitals and used for hospital staff and the N95s which have which again are used in healthcare settings exclusively so they have they in a sense have agreed that uh, you know covering your face in public even if you're healthy and not showing symptoms but when you're stepping out is probably a good idea but they 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 do very strongly emphasize that these homemade cotton masks uh, ought to be washed uh, very regularly, have to be taken care of, and you know you don't uh, reuse those masks without washing them. So overall, this is in kind of the health ministry and the scientific advisory, uh, principal scientific advisor office, kind of getting on the same page regarding how much should people who don't feel sick protect themselves if at all they step out. Because most importantly, there is a change. There's a global change in in terms of attitude to masks because the who also seems to have uh, you know gone away from its initial position of saying that masks are only for the the sick and those who are taking care of the sick this is all in light of emerging evidence regarding the infectivity and transmittivity of uh, of covid 19 okay so um is that an that's that's an official word? Uh, homemade uh, cotton masks. That, uh, that does, does that mean that uh, everybody can? Yeah, they don't know. use the word mask. It's homemade uh, face covers. Homemade, homemade face, face covers. covers. So like yeah. a, like a, like a handkerchief that would work. People can. Yes, in a, it's made out of cotton cloth, and there is an entire manual on how you can make them. Okay. And uh, worst comes to worst, you can always just fold the cotton cloth and put two rubber bands at the ends of it, and you know wear it around the ears. The point is it. Any form of cloth that covers your nose and mouth, 
that's that's the essential idea behind this okay and uh, but not a substitute for washing hands that's what they uh, strongly underline again right so but uh, and the 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 word is that now everybody who's going outside should uh, cover their yes. uh, should use one of as these a, things yeah okay yes they use it as a matter of abundant precaution is the term that they highlight in their uh, notes on it Okay okay that's great uh, so asni uh, just moving to you again sorry for the rapid fire uh, nature of this but uh, the let's just talk about the air india flights sure um, you know gentle over, over the next few days and in fact those flights have already started air india has been chartered to um, uh, fly 18 separate uh, special flights to three destinations to london to frankfurt and to paris uh they've been chartered by a uh, five different company uh, countries the uk ireland canada um germany uh, and france uh, uh the 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 irony really is is that the national carrier is going out essentially to take nationals of each of these countries back to their homes uh but that the uh, that air india will not be able to bring back indian passengers who are still stranded in all these capitals Uh, according to the ministry of external affairs there are as many as 25000 indians who are quote unquote stranded this essentially means they're either business travelers who were caught off guard and weren't able to return to india before the travel bans went into place or tourists who were somewhere and weren't able to make it back in time or students who have been uh, turfed out of their sco- uh, schools and university campuses Uh, and are i finding it difficult to make ends meet now these students have been in touch with the government with mini, uh, missions uh, in in various capitals really begging to be able to come back home uh, but the government has been very strict about its policy that since about mid march uh, they are not allowing any indians any passengers to come in from these countries you remember we covered how transit passengers were finally allowed uh, through different uh, special flights but uh, yeah, but the government has been very clear that it will not allow indians to return during this lockdown period um so until at least flights are resumed or uh, the lockdown is lifted and the travel bans are lifted they cannot actually return the mea has said again and again officially stay where you are you are um, uh, you will put yourself in danger as well as your family in danger if you try to travel back to india uh, the the problems are very quickly Uh, one that uh, many of these places are still seeing a rise in coronavirus cases and the government doesn't want to bring back anyone who might be carrying the virus uh, the second point is really that the government is not very sure about uh, its ability to um, uh, to quarantine everybody if they if they have facilities to quarantine everyone who comes back if 25000 people come back immediately um, and the third is really that even once the travel bans are lifted and the lockdown is lifted the health ministry has to decide which countries people can come from whether to stagger it out and how it will go forward so really a big disappointment for those indians who had sort of seen uh, the air india flights as a possible lifeline in terms of coming back to india for the moment they will have to stay put okay um and jacob uh, it looks like testing you know types of testing rapid testing you know just the whole topic is going to be something that we're going to discuss uh, quite intensively over the next few days but just uh, there was a significant milestone today and that is um, new gui- guidelines about antibody testing um so i realize we discussed this briefly yesterday but just what's the latest on this yes so uh, questions regarding antibody testing etc are reflect a 
a kind of uh, attitudinal change in the ICMRs, or maybe it could be a change in strategy, because antibody tests, as they're called, detect infection fairly quickly. But uh, in infection, when they detect infection, they're detect detecting it via antibodies that the body produces when it has already been infected by, uh, you know, by a virus. So, for instance, uh, if you test positive via the antibody test, it does not necessarily tell you that you uh, you may be carrying an infection now. Even if you have, even if you have been infected, let's say uh, a month back or two months back, it will. I mean, those antibodies can be detected. The purpose of this these kind of tests is to determine whether infection is. Uh, spread out fairly largely in a community. Again, the uh, the ICMR specifically says that these kind of antibody tests must be conducted only in uh, in people who who may be showing signs of a flu or signs of some kind of uh, uh, illnesses, or it should be in a place where there have there have been known there are no there have been an, 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 a, a large number of cases that are already confirmed. And you know, for the government to be able, authorities to be able to check out if the scale of the you know of the of the infection, the use of this is basically to find out if there are asymptomatic uh, carriers. And once you have a sense of how many asymptomatic carriers are there, vis-a-vis -vis the number of people who have confirmed positive, you get a better sense of the infectivity of the disease, and you can also plan ahead on whether this is whether the infection has spread out too widely and uh, whether contain mitigation measures such as you know having uh, more hospital beds or more healthcare facilities in a specific area ought to be ramped up so that's one uh, crucial change in testing uh, methodology that the icmr has uh, specified today and it also and antibody tests are far more widespread, far more easily manufactured. There are hundreds of companies who have been authorized to offer these tests. And they take as a, uh, they take just 15 minutes or maximum half an hour to, uh, to reveal the results. But very importantly, even if you test negative on an antibody, uh, even if you test an anti positive on an antibody test, it could be some people take it to interpret that, yes, I'm immune to the infection because, you know, I won't be infected again. But that's not how the ICMR sees it. You might actually have to still go into quarantine and you might still need another traditional PCR test to completely rule out uh, infection. So it's still a kind of it's still a kind of tool to gauge the spread of the, uh, you know, of the disease. Okay, uh, and just uh, the, the, there's the other news point that an Indian company has come up with an antibody test that can be, uh, does that mean that it will be available widely and quickly? Well, that's what they advertise and they said you can order that test home. But I just checked up on the health ministry's website as well as the ICMR's website and I don't see it as among those uh, companies that have been approved to offer this test. Again, it's an antibody test and, you know, it is uh, relatively easily, uh, there are many other competing companies for it. But maybe in the days ahead, uh, you know, they might be given their official approvals to uh, offer these tests. So, uh, let's just wait and watch. Right, okay. Um, I think, um, yeah, okay, I think we'll just, we'll just end, uh, Jacob, uh, with uh, the, the numbers update from today. Uh, what's, what's happening with uh, the... The rise in cases is it? I I read again that this was like another uh, huge spike day. 
Yes, this is about 600 cases have been uh, added in the uh, in the last uh, 24 hours, and there are nearly 2,906 uh, active active cases. And uh, if you take prep, uh, that is from the health ministry's website, which is uh, a more conservative es estimate. If you take the state's data, the number of infections have gone over 3,000. Now, interestingly, at the briefing today, the health ministry spokesperson said that. Of the 3,000 odd cases that we have now, nearly 30% are attributable to the Tabriki Jamaat in, uh, in, in Delhi, 30% yeah. of the total cases. So that is their way of kind of saying that, you know, this is the kind of uh, clusters that, you know, we would want to avoid where, you know, a, you know, a, a relatively small concentrated section of the population goes on to then uh, uh, contribute to a large increase uh, in the number of uh, number of cases, but so far deaths too we have seventy five. And another interesting data point that came from the health ministry was a kind of demographic profile. So they have said that you know forty two percent or about two in five of the positive cases in India are between the ages of twenty to forty forty one. Now if you compare it to the US, the US has about uh, uh, 30% in the same uh, demographic. Now, I, this is also interesting because we generally think of the elderly as uh, as being the most vulnerable to the to the disease. But India's statistics so far show that only 17% of those who have conf been confirmed positive are above 60. Now, this has no. They did not reveal in, any information about the deaths, so to say. The uh, there is no age-wise breakup of. Uh, you know, of the 75 who have, uh, or 80 who have been confirmed dead, except that the health ministry maintains that most of those who died are elderly and have uh, other underlying infection. Okay. Um, right. And, uh, and, and on the, in the one uh, bright piece of news, yeah. uh, Kanika Kapoor, the singer who had caused quite a lot of outrage because she attended so many parties uh, and she was tested positive for the coronavirus, has finally tested negative and i think her fifth or sixth test since then oh okay. she said she's not i hope she's not going to be testing all over again because she's just used up so many tests now anyways yeah right yeah no that's one aspect of it how how is she able to get uh, this many tests um, given that uh, the, i don't know is that is that is that because she's a celebrity can can people go and get tested four five times well, one thing is, I mean, the ICMR's official, the official policy of discharge is that you have to test negative twice. You know, uh, if you if you are positive, and if to be to be con confirmed for discharge, you have you will be tested twice, and you have to test negative twice for uh, to be eligible for discharge. So that's two tests that you get, and I I'm not really sure how she's. Uh, getting five but in jet but of course private labs in theory offer a, a home-based collection test so to say so right i don't know maybe she's got her sources uh how, how much how much how much do these tests cost again it's about four thousand five hundred right but uh some it some offer some it was some agencies are supposed to offer it for less but I believe, uh, you know, the costs are somewhere between 1500 and 4500 Okay. Right. Okay. So, we, we'll end on that slightly, uh, well, bright note, but also slightly confusing note. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, 
as I said, uh, unlikely that we'll record something tomorrow. But uh, thank you both for joining me. We'll see you on Monday. Okay. Bye. All then. right, sir. Take Bye care. Bye. Bye.